At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Recaps, draft previews. Look at us, we're almost like a real podcast. I think we got a lot of picks. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. We are back making a strange mid-off-season, just-for-the-heck-of-it kind of podcast. Rob, how are you enjoying the off-season? Oh, it is so confusing. I'm... I, just going by like, oh, like I didn't even know who Pitts was to all of a sudden like, oh, maybe the <laughs> Dolphins will take him. And now it's like, oh, he's not getting past the Falcons. I'm like, what are you talking about? Every month it's different. Um, but uh, I am I am very excited. I'm excited about what the what the team is doing. I'm excited the way the front office is handling it. We're moving. We're shaking. We're moving back. We're moving up. We're doing who knows what we're doing. But uh but, but I like it. I'm very excited. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. I'm feeling very good about the Dolphins offseason as well. I'm, I was a little salty um, at the, you know, at the beginning of free agency. I, I, I did, I was probably like most of the fan base where I didn't understand why they weren't making any moves. And we were, we had, we had lost all these guys, you know, we cut Van Noy, uh, you know, traded Lawson, um, all of those things that happened since the last time we spoke. Uh, I was, I was I was not happy, but then you know, watching the the you know the the, the slow signings trickle in, um, I even came around on Will Fuller. 
Um, I, I, I like what they did. And I have, I have come around. I like what they did in free agency. I think the Justin Coleman signing, uh, pretty sneaky, but I like him. It's weird. We were very deep at cornerback, but he's a, he's a, a very, very good slot corner. And I was just, I, I thought maybe that was a prelude to them perhaps looking to move on from Xavier and Howard, you know, maybe slotting, you know, Igbenogany to the outside or need him to the outside, but I mean, that's the real position of strength and depth now with, with Jones, Howard, and Coleman as your one, two, and three. That's that's elite. Those are those are elite corners in all of those positions, which is is nice to see. I wonder if maybe they're thinking about having Coleman slide into safety as well. Um, you know, he's a that was a nice under the radar signing for the team. That was that was my one that I that I really enjoyed. And the uh Benardrick uh McKinney trade, that's who we got, that's who we gave up Lawson and, and brought him back. I like that signing a lot, or I like that trade a lot. And then bringing in, um, they're bringing Roberts back, but who knows what he's going to be like next year coming off that, that, that knee injury. So Baker and McKinney in the middle are great. Uh, we're really thin on the edges now. Uh, Agba and uh, Van Ginkle are pretty much all we got out there now. Yeah. So, which is why, you know, we do expect uh, that to be addressed in the draft. Um, probably at 18, but, you know, a lot of a lot of mocks have us going with a you know with the edge rusher or somebody on the outside. Um, I uh, I would be okay if they don't address edge early in the draft. If they if they can, there are still some veteran guys that are out there. I think that um, are available to sign. Uh, Melvin Ingram being one of them. I, did Hassan Reddick sign? I do not know. I think so. I want to say he did. I was going to say, if he was still out there, that might be one, but he's going to be expensive. I was thinking maybe Clowney, maybe this was the year they finally brought Clowney I was in, so but. glad it wasn't Clowney. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm done with that guy. You know, for, forget even the him spurning us the last time. I'm just like, he didn't, he's, everyone talks about him. I know he's got the skill set, but what, what did he do for Tennessee's defense was terrible last year. He didn't put up yeah. any stats. I'm like, I, I don't want him. That, that Olivier guy. Vernon is is available as well. He's I, another name. I, I like him. I've always liked him. Always I'll, take, him. I'll bring yeah, him so, back. Um, it would be nice to see a homecoming there. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. Um, we'll talk about the draft in the second half of the show. I want to uh, spend the first half of we're, it's going to be a pretty abbreviated. I only but, I only want to talk about the draft. You don't want to talk about the draft at all. That's well, all that's, I <laughs> all I want to talk about is the draft. <laughs> it's it's what's on our all minds. Right. It's what's coming in like what. Nine days, maybe eight days for the folks listening to this tomorrow. So we're that recording it. What I was guess. it? Wednesday. We're Wednesday night. We're recording this. Probably you guys will, you know, get it after that because you won't yeah. get it before this. So last time we spoke, I think we were both uh, really, really psyched about the team making a run <laughs> at Deshaun Watson. And it wasn't because we we weren't Tua haters. We were happy to go with Tua, but it seemed. But like if you could get Watson very clearly, you yes. had to you had to experiment. You had to see what it would cost you. And before all the nonsense that happened, I didn't. I never. I never thought it was a good chance, just because I didn't think the Dolphins were dumb enough to overpay. I thought if they could get him, they would get him. If they can get him at a good price, but once all the other teams were in there, I think somebody was going to just pay way more than we would anyway. Before well, we saw some of the other trades that happened, right? Like Matt Stafford, like right. that was ridiculous. Yeah, but that was you know, but half of his haul was for taking on the golf the golf contract like that didn't even that wasn't he got they got more for him because they also took the contract back it wasn't just that is true that that's 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 a good point uh that's the, and not often talked about 
um, in a lot of the conversations that you heard about it. But um, I don't think Goff is necessarily that. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's going to play pretty well up there. He's I don't know, not. I, I mean, we know he's not good. He's he's a system. He's a system quarter quarterback. We've seen like he can. He's not. He's not going to take you to another level. The Rams. No, he seems. He seems yeah. a lot like. And I mean, I love Ryan Tannehill, but that you know that seems to be the ceiling for for golf. Like at his at his absolute best. Yeah. Is Ryan and he's and he's not even. I don't even think he's there yet. Like he's not even there now. So. Like no, he well, can aspire I mean, his, to his that. career. His that year that they went to the Super Bowl, he was pretty darn close. True. So. Yeah, but I, anyway. yeah, but I always like Stafford. Um, I'm actually excited to see what Stafford could do. I feel like I feel like he's one of those guys. I always talk about in the draft, like people are like, oh, look at this. It, it does depend where you go. If that guy went, I, I know to a you. Good I know team, you. How much you love Matt Stafford? I, I think he's talented. I think he's talented, and I think people don't realize how good he is because he was at such in such a terrible place for so long. Well, that leads to a, another interesting point. So, going into to free agency, the you know the the marquee, I guess, wide receiver that was available uh, or that ended up being available after tagging, um, you know after Godwin and, and Allen Robinson were both tagged, Kenny Galladay became, I believe the, the de facto number one wide receiver um, that was available. Um, and I was, I was hoping the dolphins would go after him. I obviously didn't want them to overpay, um, but I was hoping he was the guy they were going to bring in um, the, the, you know, the, the guy they did end up bringing in is Will Fuller. And I believe he actually um, fits more of a need. Um, I you know, love I, Galladay yeah. as a player, but I do, yeah. I feel like he's, Kind of Parkerish, isn't he? Like in in his like, he's not really. Well, a, we already have two of them, right? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. And Williams. That's what I mean. He's like he's he can get the ball, he can high point it, but he's not much of a separator. And I'm like, we've got that. He's arguably you know younger and be- so makes him better, or whatever. But than both of those guys, but we've got enough of that. So I didn't want to break the bank on him. I think he's still. I think the Giants still ended up like bidding against themselves. Oh. Like they did not yeah, no have one to was pay, pay that. eighteen I mean, million coming off the injury. And yeah. yeah, but again, one. So, yeah, I think he's a great wide receiver. Um, but I, I'm, you know, I don't love Will Fuller, but he fits am, the need of what this team needs. And on a one-year prove-it deal, I'm all for that. Right, the whole thing. He's never really been healthy, and the one time he's healthy, he gets suspended for PED. So you're like, oh, great. Like who knows? But one year, ten million, fine. If it, I, I would have hated a signing if it was a four or five year, year deal but like this i am fine with this let's see what he can so do. wide receiver room as it stands now parker williams fuller hearns wilson grant and they signed mac collins again so um who's going in your opinion <sighs> it's that's um well probably wilson and Probably Hearns. I mean, that obviously you just said it. They signed Holland, so and he's going to be he's younger and cheaper and plays special teams. And I mean, Wilson's got the big cap number, so unless he's in great shape and running like crazy fast, um, oh, I didn't even I forgot to mention Perry and Bowden as well. It's, yeah, a, it's a very yeah. crowded room. It is, and like, which is you know, like I'm I'm like you're thinking, oh, bring in the rookie, and you're like, obviously we need a rookie. You know, we need a young, you know, we need one. Of, we'll get to that. But, but yes, it is. If everyone's healthy, it it's not a terrible wide receiver room. But 
God, I want it to be better. It's got to be better than it was. <laughs> I just, well, I mean, that was the thing. They were, they were so injury riddled last yeah. year. You had Hearns and Wilson opt out right at the beginning, right? Yep. So that, that immediately cut into your depth a lot. And then Parker remembered that he was Devontae Parker and struggled with injuries all season long. But to his credit, he played he played a lot. Like, he played through a lot. Um, Williams, Preston Williams, again, just start as soon as he started to look good. So, yeah, now just saying it, looking at this, and with Bowden and Perry, I think, I think Hearns, Wilson, and Grant will probably will all be won't won't come. I don't think any of them come back. Back. It's just there's so many of them, like, and, and you know they're especially drafting. Especially if if somebody can return, drafting a wide receiver at the top, it's either a receiver or Pitts. We'll talk about that in the draft when we get right. there. But I want to talk more about that the actual team right now as it exists. I I mean I think right now I mean you know they're what about. Preston Williams. I mean, do you think you do you do you give up on that guy? Or you like, don't give up on him, but like like if you don't have to. I mean, I don't. How many are they going to carry though? What do you think? Is that's what I'm be- saying. I mean, you got like hypothetically, let's say let's say it's Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase that they draft, right? Who's you know a prototypical number one on the outside, can play inside, can play outside. He's he's basically you know Devontae yeah. Parker you know, maybe better than Devontae Parker, right? So you'd have him and Parker as one and two, you know, you, a slot guy, right? Who's who's going to play? I mean, Chase and Parker can slide into the slot, but don't you, well, you let's want look at let's, let's look at the, let's, I'm going to ask you a serious question. If I take up all the games in next season, in 2021, Parker games, Devontae Parker, plus Will Fuller games, plus Preston William games, under over 20. <laughs> well, we know Fuller's already out for, for one for sure for, right. the, for the suspension. Yeah, so, is it one or two? I think it's one or two, but whatever. I mean, you're talking about combined games between the three of them? <laughs> yes. I think oh. we got one. I think we got one. I think it's one position. I think those three will be in one position. Oh, man. I don't know about that. I feel, yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I don't think it's I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, Parker played a lot of games last year. I think Parker didn't Parker but play he like was, 12 games. Yes, but he was he was limited in a lot of them too. He was there were game every time I picked him in fantasy camp, he was limping and barely and barely caught anything and then he was well rested for the next week when you could pick him and he can bring in like 100 and he can get 10 to catches for 100 yards. I feel like Parker will bounce back. I feel like having a full off season, like I feel like he'll have a season that is similar to the one that he had you know, the first year under Flores. I do, I do too. I just, I don't think we, we can't risk having one, two and three be Parker Fuller and Williams with the, with the injury history. That can't be our top three. Oh no. Agree. That's why they're going to draft somebody. I'm right. just saying like, like who do you like? I like, do you keep all of those guys? Like that just seems like overkill to me. Like I just, I, I'm curious to see, I really don't know what they're going to do. Um, I, I don't have an opinion on what they should do. I, Williams is probably, I guess, my least uh, of those three, like the one that I guess they could get rid of. I mean, yeah, it's going to be weird. But even, but even the running back room is is kind of crowded. And then well, right. you know, and there's a good chance with, that, with, it, with not good running backs. Well, no, but I mean, the the guy from the Malcolm Brown's decent. He's okay. He's decent. And they're I have I he has with decent all over him. What's <laughs> does, that? Like, does he not? Like, are you like, do you not think that he looks just like the Jordan Howard signing? No, he's better than that. But 
I mean, blocking is obviously going to be a big factor for all those guys. Nobody's great, but they have. I like Gaskin. I just don't think he can. I don't think he's a full full time number right, one. But they guy. also still have have Ahmed. They now they have Brown. They've got like they've got all these bodies, and they'll probably add one later. So. This is what I will say. Like when they came in, like when this regime started, they cleaned house, right? And then they and then they have built a they've built a very deep team, and now they're trying to add this, the superstars, right? Now you're right. trying to find those, you know, the the stars, the the, the playmakers that are going to make the, the difference makers, right? So that's what this that's what this offseason is all about. I feel like Fuller could be you know could be a you know a big time playmaker in this offense if it you know if it works if Tua makes that leap, which I think. I think he will. I think, you know, we, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, off season talk about the, um, you know, his inability to throw the deep ball. I actually think he throws a very good deep ball. I thought he threw a lot of pretty good deep passes when he had the opportunity. He just didn't have the, any of the weapons. So give him one that, that can create some separation. He didn't um, have the weapons. You know, and, and I'm not, I'm not so sure how much Chan Gailey wanted him in like, because Gailey kind of came out of retirement to play to play to, to to have Fitzpatrick back and I think he was actually you know I, I think he called it differently I, I'm, I'm not crazy right he called it differently when Tua was in there now maybe you have to because he's younger and you can't make some of the reads but I still feel like you know it wasn't the same it weren't the same plays when Tua was in compared to Fitzpatrick I agree I, I do I definitely agree with that um Outside of that, you know, on the on the defensive side of the ball. Well, before uh, that, let's stick on offense. We're talking uh, free agents for the the offensive line. Remember the center? We kind of missed out on both of the free agent centers we wanted. We ended up with the guy. That's from, true. Yeah, from, yeah. Um, I I like to scare a signing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't. You know, I I feel like this this is the the draft is going to be where they're going to have to. But I thought they'd get one of the guys. You know, either resign, carrot, or get Andrews or something. I thought they would. I thought they were going to get one of them guys. I didn't care either way. I mean, Karras was fine. Um, Andrews traditionally has been good, but he has, you know, a pretty stout injury history now. Um, I'm fine with the Patriots signing both of them. That's totally fine. <laughs> like, you know, I'd rather not get, you know, cap money tied up in, you know, middle of the road offensive line. Cause they're both, I think Karras was, I believe ranked 17th and Andrews was ranked 16th or 18th. Or, they were both like, right. Like they're the same guy. Basically. And who was the guy? We just had another low key uh, addition to the offensive line, our second, another Raven line. lineman. Yeah. And you know, I, I will say Skirrell was, you know, in, at his peak, like was a, you know, in, he was a, really good until he got hurt and then had that weird, just had the yips, the fumbling issues just kind of. Yeah. So um, I, I like that signing. And then they signed Fluker yesterday, who's, uh, you know, a guy who can start um, and, you know, had played you know, a lot of meaningful football for a very good offensive lineup in Baltimore. Um, also former uh, Crimson Tide. I don't think he was there at the same time that Tua was there, but. But good um, depth and and a, and a starter if need be. Yeah. I, yeah, like I, I like starter. it. I think they're going to, I, I really feel like, you know, they, they are going to address the offensive line in the drafts uh, early, you know, maybe not, maybe not day one. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's the, you know, if the second pick in the first round is, is that, or maybe even if, you know, we'll talk about this in the draft bar, but if they, if Sewell's there and, you know, and, you if know, he's it, there, it, it means Pace, Pitts and, and Chase aren't, then he might be the guy. Yeah. I, and I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I would, I would be okay with that. Um, but 
but that's and that's part of the you know the great thing about having lots of depth, which they you know they have built. So now you're you're able to draft that best player available and, and you know kind of shoot for the stars. Oh my god, when does it start? Yeah. I want to see them play. I want to see two at throwing to all these guys. Exactly. Well, you know, Fuller's Fuller's a start. You know, maybe they could. You know, there's still some other. Remember, Jarvis Landry was a second round pick, and he was a you know a very very good productive wide receiver for this team for for a while. I think you can find. No, I know definitely. Productive wide receivers outside of the top 10 but here we are with the often you do that's where they are found is outside of the top 10 do you know why because they go to good teams because they're not going to garbage teams <laughs> but this isn't our pick we're, we're not a garbage team we're a good team that's true using a garbage yeah, we lucked pick. out so um yeah and then on the defensive side of the ball the the van noy trade was a little you know at when i first heard of or the van noy cut right i was uh i was surprised uh, it was surprising and then disappointing. I get it. Uh, you know, $15 million for six sacks is a lot. But, you know, like you like you knew what you were getting when you signed him. Like, that's exactly what he's always been. Um, I liked the signing when they brought him in. Um, you know, I thought they, he's the kind of guy they needed up there. I guess they really like what they have in Van Ginkle. That's the only thing I can think of because they are similar players. And Van Ginkle had a nice season in, in spot duty. So uh, maybe they're thinking they can get the same type of production out of uh, out of him. I don't like that Van Noy went right back to New England. That, right. that was, which was predictable. But <sighs> you know what I don't like about New England? They, they, New England went out, spent all this money on their on those two tight ends, and after we signed Pitts, we're still going to have two better tight ends than they than they do. Nice. All right. Um, well, why don't we? Uh, we'll talk about the uh, the draft when we come back. We'll uh, we'll take a quick break. So please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. And we're back. So we've kind of recapped, you know, all the, the major moves in free agency. Uh, we talked about, you know, some of the changes. Um, oh, my God. Can we, know, one, can we talk about the draft? Not, not a lot of big ones. Uh, the, the draft. You know, we're thinner on the edge, as, as we kind of talked about right before the break. Um, but... This is not a very, you know, as we're going to talk about in the draft, this isn't a very, um, it's not a, there's not a lot of edge rushers or elite edge rushers in this draft. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do address, you know, the edge, um, you know, some, you know, some, some depth guys on the edge. They, they did sign some other edge guys on the edge. I believe there was, uh, I, I can't remember the guy's names that they've signed, but they did sign a couple outside linebackers. Um you know, but no, nothing, nothing too splashy. So, I wouldn't be surprised if the second first round pick is an edge rusher. There, there are a couple guys. I think that, if, you know, that could be there. I think if one of those three guys is there, they would look long and long and hard at it. If it's uh, what Pay, uh, Rochelle, and um, the first guy, Phillips. Phillips, yeah. So what about uh, what about Parsons from Penn State? Is he? He's not an edge rusher, is it, or is 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 he? He's kind of Isaiah. Uh, what was the guy last year? The linebacker, the the hybrid, like can be in anything, like just one of those just freak athletes. 
Um, Got it. Simmons. Yeah, I think I think they would. I think Flores would love to have him, but I feel like he's won't be there at eighteen, and definitely isn't the pick. It's you know at six. So yeah, I don't think he's definitely. He's definitely not going to be. The they would have stayed at twelve yeah. if they wanted. I've seen him. some mocks where he is there at eighteen. And and if he is, that's you know, then I think if he is, he's it's him or those other three. I think will be if you know those three edge rushers, uh, edge rushers, serious consideration. But let me. Uh, f- is it not time to float something crazy? Well, let's, I mean, let's talk about at least like, you know, so going like the last time we spoke, the Dolphins had the number three, the number 18, the number 36, the number 50, and the number 81. Right. What they did, you know, was a pretty big headline, right? They, they traded the three back to the 12 of the 49ers. The 49ers gave them three first round picks, one of them being this year, one of them being next year, and one of them again being uh, the year uh, 2023, right? right? Two years ahead of us. Yeah. So then the Dolphins traded the Didn't 20. Didn't we also get a third? The, What's that? Didn't we also get a third? Or right, no? I'm just talking yeah. about that first round. Pick. Oh, okay. Well, that's but third round pick is no, not, is no, that's a yes. that's a nice pick. third round pick next year, I believe, or not, or was it? Yeah, not this year, next year. I think so. Yeah. So, um, so the Dolphins then traded two of those first round picks to move back to six. So they moved from twelve to six with the Philadelphia Eagles, um, and now they're sitting at six. Um, one, two, three are going to be quarterbacks. I think everybody knows that. Four is where it gets interesting. You have the Atlanta Falcons picking. If I'm the Falcons, I would look long and hard at drafting a replacement for Matt Ryan. New regime. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a fourth quarterback. What do you think? You think they're drafting Pitts there? <sighs> I, I I'm not going to be surprised. I re- I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want them to. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, of course. Um. I at this point, I I mean, I think they're. I definitely think they're considering pits there. I Ryan's good enough that you don't have to spend that first round pick. But again, it, but it, I think it also—that's the thing. If I you draft it, pits now, and but, then you have Ryan, now you're probably not going to be anywhere close to the top of the draft again to get his replacement. True, but I, so I think it really depends on if the 49ers are dumb enough to to draft Mac Jones because he fits their system. And let's just feel it. Go. It has smoke. to be smoke, right? They're they're picking fields, right? It has to be. I, think I, I so. can't see like. But here's mean, they, the thing: they got Jones at twelve. If, <laughs> they didn't need to... if Fields is at four, I think the Falcons really have to consider that. If if it's Mac Jones or Trey Lance, I don't know if they have to consider that, right? Over Pitts or even Chase. Yeah. So. so- and then the Bengals are at five. So, I mean, the, the very realistically, like it could go Pitts, then Chase, and then the Dolphins are sitting there at six with, um, you know, their choice of, you know, Penny Sewell, who might be the best player in the draft overall. Um, you know, If Devon it does Smith. go that way, I would not be surprised if the, the Dolphins are listening for the phone calls at that point. They may trade back because now you're talking there's still – you know, there's only the three quarterbacks are gone in that scenario. So now you may want a Denver or somebody maybe wanting to leap up a little bit. So you don't move back too far. But I think if if there's if those two guys are gone, not they may take Sewell. Don't get me wrong, but I could see them trading back and still maybe getting you know to seeing what they can get. If you can get that quarterback premium to move up to six, I could see them sliding down. 
that's the only scenario I see them sliding down if if Chase and and because uh, then you could still might end up with Smith or Waddle. I mean, you know, and get and get more stuff. I mean, that's not that's not terrible. Or even Slater, if they a lot of people have Slater just as high as Sewell for tackle. So through yeah through the beginning of the of the draft process, like as soon as you know as soon as you know the, the order was locked and like I started doing my my research, like the, the four guys there were four guys that I wanted. Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Panay Sewell, and Kyle Pitts. Yes. <laughs> Those were the four. And we're guaranteed to get a shot at one of them. Correct. Like, like we'll get a shot at one of them. Um, Devontae Smith was was my one. Like he's he's still been my one, even though his measurables came out today and he's even smaller. This, than this they, is than this they this is my new my new dream. And I've even heard like a ring somebody else's podcast kind of floated this as like a crazy thing that could happen. But if Pitts gets to us, and if somehow Smith gets past the Eagles, or maybe even to the Eagles, and we trade up and end up with oh, Smith get and both Pitts, of them? yeah, that would be you amazing. Imagine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. I'm like, my head would explode. Yeah, that would be yeah, that would be ideal. Obviously, like that, like any, like I, I would. If I was running the Dolphins, I would be trying to do everything I could to make that happen. And you know would have been easier if they would have held on to the third pick because then they would have, you know, obviously they would have they they would have gotten pits and then they could have packaged 18, you know, to move up to Yeah, get- but that's and that's well, again, that's part of the things where people are like, "Why are you doing this now?" Nobody was talking about pits going at 4 when we traded that. Like it, like Pitts was a no-brainer at six at that point. Now all of a sudden, trading it that early. Now all of a sudden, if that's what you thought you were getting, you know, now you have a chance of missing out on it. But again, I, I still Pitts. think there's a real shot that he could be there. Like oh, I, I wouldn't be too. surprised if the Falcons took took Chase, and then the Bengals took Sewell. And the, yeah. I mean, the Falcons <laughs> might even trade out of that if 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 Fields is there and they Ooh. don't take him. You know, they could trade out, or they or they're taking Fields. You know, or if that happens. But but yeah, and on the other side of that, I, I was afraid at first of the Bengals taking him or or Chase. But I was just looking like Burroughs, He got murdered. Like they have to take Sewell if he's there. I can't. I yes, you need because they they don't they have playmakers. They have a couple of good receivers, and and it, you know they got and you can get you can add later. Like they need offensive line. Chase makes sense to me because he was Burroughs' guy. Like yeah. Like, but- reuniting them would be they're both good know, enough that they could play with anybody i mean it's not like it's not like they're terrible oh, of course yeah. i'm just saying can you like can you oh, yeah. like they be i'm sure they would be excited to get you know to get jamar chase at five um you know who's i uh, from from all things that i've read and i mean i you know and I, I watched a little bit of lsu football you know when when burrow was there just because i wanted to uh you know i was hoping the dolphins were going to draft him uh you know chase looks I mean, he's looks like a, you know, in other years, other drafts, like, you know, you're talking about, this is like the, like the, the very clear, you know, number one, you know, pass catcher, like oh, yeah, he's, option in a draft, but you know, he sits out a year, you know, Burrow's gone, you know, like all of those things. And now he's, you know, he very realistically could be there at six. I would be ecstatic if we got him at six. I would be I'd very, yeah. If we got any of those four guys I named. Like I, there's not a lot of not a lot of wiggle room between any of them. Smith Smith really like intrigues me because there's, there's the obviously there's there's the size which is just like nobody's we've never had any but no we've never had a guy like this and you know the league changes right you can't really touch these guys anymore but he's great at press coverage and against well Tom, Ginn was about Ginn was that size well yeah but 
yeah, but he's kind of sucked. Like we'd be very sad. Again, sucks. Yeah. Right. That's that's the difference. Yeah. 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 Part of like Smith that's, catches. Okay, it. that's what I mean. I mean like elite, elite guys at that size. Yeah. But like, but the one thing we're missing is the, is that separation, right? The guys who could just be open. All like they're just open. Not we've got guys who can get the ball when they're not open away from people. But this is a guy who's just always open. He knows how to do it. And his size, I don't know, maybe his size even helps because he's little that he can get away from guys. I don't know, but his hands are strong. He knows how to beat press. You know, he was up against top corners, guys that are going to, you know, be drafted as to hopefully be number one corners in the NFL. And he torched him. I mean, I. I, Yeah, he was my number one. He's my number one. He's honestly like he's my by by a slim margin over Pitts. So just and the only reason Pitts is not my number one is because we have, we have Parker, Gusecki, and Williams that all are you know monsters that can run and out jump everybody and catch contested passes. Like we already have three of those guys. Right. I, I would love to get Pitts. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not saying that I, you know that is not a knock on Pitts. I'm just saying like we have a lot of that already. Um, Smith is the one guy that that seems to be the best fit. Chase would be great. Sewell would be great. I'd be happy with any of those. So then you go to. 18, right? Like, let's say now you go, like, no trades happen, nothing, you know, like, we're just sitting there at 18. 18, you got, you know, there's going to be some offensive linemen available. There's going to be some, you know, uh, edge, rushers. edge rushers available. Najee Harris will be there, the right. running back. Like, is that too high for you to take running back? It is for me. So I know, too I high. feel like I, you're going to say no. Not only is it too high for me, it's too high for Greer. And, and I know, look, he's great, and I want him in the backfield. I get it. I get the fans out there. I see all the mock drafts. I know everybody's saying we need a running back. Get this guy. I don't see the. I don't see this front office the way they're the way they run. I do not see them using a first round pick on a running. So, back. and that leads to. So that means you're okay, offensive lineman. You're okay, edge, edge rusher at eighteen. That's that's yeah. kind of what you're thinking. Yeah, at that point, best you know, best best player available. I'm, I mean, go for it. Well, get what it. if the best player available is Najee Harris? Well. If if he is fine, but like when you say best player, that's also you have to consider replacement value. And if you can, and if the guy you're going to get is you know, I don't. I mean, if they, I won't be mad if they do it. I just don't think they're doing it. I, I don't I think don't, they're going to do it either. And I I wouldn't be mad at that same. I'm hoping they get him at 36. Yeah. Like I'm hoping they. they I'm hoping 36 is where they do the running back. I'm. I'm you know, my ideal draft would be you know, Smith or Pitts at six. Un- unless it's unless it's unless it's Harris or uh, how do you say his name Etne Etne the second best running back in the uh, ETN ETN so unless it's Harris or ETN I don't even see the the third pick you know the the second well, being Javante Williams is supposed to be very very good as well he's the, the third running back in this I know but I'm just I I feel like it's I know he's in there in that thing but I've also seen some where some have his his teammate up ahead of him. I just think if it's one of those if one of those two guys are gone there's I don't see them using that pick for running back. I'd see them going even, you know, deeper cuz you could get you can get guys deeper, especially if you have a good offensive line. Yeah. And I think and that's what I think, you know, those picks 50 and 81 you know, maybe even 36 and 50, like that's where they get those. There, there should be some really good interior offensive linemen. Right. Um, which is, you know, if they don't draft Sewell, um, I still, even if they do draft Sewell, even if Sewell is the pick at six, I think they can still draft like a, a Dickerson or a Creed Humphrey, you know, you know, at 36 or 50 to, to address the inside of the line as well. And then you're talking about, you know, 
potentially a very, very elite and strong offensive line in front of, uh, in front of Tua. I don't see them. Well, maybe I don't see them doing too high picks, um, but maybe, but, but again, if the draft falls out that way and they get guys and it's the highest value, sure. But I think we know Tua needs weapons and we know the offensive line needs help, but you know, we've mentioned Ed Rusher and possibly this, but I still think they, they do still need a couple of blue chippers, a couple of, I don't know about need, but a couple of blue chippers on that defense moves us into the scariest damn defense in the league, you know? Yeah. I mean, if they hit a home run on the edge, like if they get one of those guys, that's just, you know, that compliments Odba, And then, you know, they're, they're running those, you know, those amoeba fronts. Cause I, I do think McKinney's going to be a, a very solid addition to this defense. Yeah. Um, you know, with the, the secondary, because Coleman again was a, was a sneaky signing. That the secondary is is very very deep now. Um, but yeah, again, I would do you like think to we got to draft safety? Uh, but there's not really like a you know a game changing playmaking safety in this draft. I don't think. Right. Um. You know. So, but I think they're fine with the guys they have at safety. Like the the, the style that they play. You know. Wow. You've never really been that nice to our safeties. Well, I mean. <laughs> It worked last year, right? Like we, like we, we saw like the safeties, you know, it worked because they're not really safeties. They, they right. cover, right. You know, they like, like row covers tight ends, you know, uh, McCain slides into the slot sometimes like that. Like, you know, yeah, we do a lot like, of, you know, lot of one-on-ones, a lot of, yeah. Yeah. McCain will play center field sometimes, but you know, I, I think I, I would have liked, you know, for for the Minka Fitzpatrick thing to have worked out. You know, what, really? I know I know that's what you were baiting me into. <laughs> um, but I thought they I thought they played I, I, more for you to bash McCain well than, to, than to than to get you on your Minka kick. Nah, that, that's good. I'm I'm happy with the secondary the way it is. I like the Coleman signing. I think you know, I could I like I said I could see him them them sneaking him back into like a free safety type of position as well. Um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of depth, a lot of versatility back there. Um, you know, I just love having, you know, X and Jones on the outside. Like that's, those oh, are, yeah. yeah. If that, they can get a sustained pass rush, that'd be great. I just don't know if this is the draft to do it. True, man, that, man, that just still, I know, obviously we, I'm glad we have Tua, but that Chase Young is such a monster. <laughs> just like, I mean, just watching what he was doing for Washington last season was pretty crazy, but it seemed like yeah. how many like this year we don't get one of those, right? How many years is there's a there's a Chase Young, there's a there's a Bosa, there's a Bosa, there's another Bosa, there's a yeah. Watt, another Watt, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. And we didn't we didn't get it, but you know maybe next year's the year because we'll have the we'll have the ammunition, we'll have the firepower. Now, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know if it was Philly's choice or our choice. But what do you think about us keeping the Niners' first round pick and trading our own for next year? When we when we moved oh. up to when we moved up, we actually somebody we were we're either we're thinking we'll have a better record than the Niners, or I guess the Eagles were saying we will not. Because <laughs> next year, right, we have we have their pick and the Eagles have our pick. So we have to add the, the Niners took to pick our watch. pick and we kept the 49ers pick. Yeah. Um I, I like it, but they're betting on themselves. Yeah. So, which is which seems good. I, I do think the 49ers 
I mean, if they if they're healthy, they're going to be good. If well, if they're healthy and they draft Justin, you know, if they're healthy and they have Fields, and you know, there's a lot of weapons on offense. But even I mean, even if they're healthy, Jimmy G would make they're they're a playoff caliber team with Jimmy G if they're if if they're healthy. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, if they're healthy, yeah, because I mean, Jimmy's going to be the quarterback, and this guy's whoever they draft is going to learn under him. But yeah, I mean, they're I I feel like they can challenge the Bucks for the NFC for sure. Yeah, they'll Wait. be there with the defense and the and the running game and that you know then some heard some people saying they traded they traded up to number three to get to get Pitts to put him in with Kittle just so they could just tell the rest of the league f you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking that as well. Um, I, I wouldn't have been. I and I you know who knows. Maybe it is all all a big smokescreen. So I mean, that's they paid the quarterback tax. I mean, you, you have to think it's for a quarterback. Yeah. So does that mean that means next year we have only one quarterback, right? Or well, I'm sorry, one first round pick. It for now. It's weird, but look at all that depth. I mean, I could see you know maybe 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 some players go for first round picks later. Maybe Parker gets turned into a number one. Fuller, hope maybe Fuller has a good season. He could turn into a third round pick when if he signs somewhere else. <laughs> or Xavier Howard. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I haven't heard anything about him wanting the the new deal. Have you? Has there been? Have you read anything on that? No, it hasn't come up. I wonder if it'll be closer to training camp. Yeah, maybe. I mean, or maybe they talk. Maybe they talk to him. Like maybe they have a. Maybe they have a, a handshake agreement. Yeah, you know, oh, maybe. There's yeah. definitely some moves coming. Like, you know, Hearns, Wilson, at least one of them is gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, and there's that's there's some money there. Even uh, so, I can't see them. I mean, I'm I'm a Wilson fan, but I can't see them paying him. He's, that's a pretty big cap number, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not that big, I don't think. But, yeah, I mean, I think Hearns, I think they're, the both of them combined is like $10 million, I think. Right. Maybe less under that, but. Yeah, I mean them opting out, which is totally fine. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I have no problem with them doing that, but I, I think that that you know, un- unfortunately, it's a business, and they you know, <laughs> these we, contracts aren't guaranteed, and they they probably cost. Have we resigned people. Isaiah Ford yet? <laughs> no, I think uh, I think he he was able to uh, to get into free agency. Oh, odd. So what's uh, so what have you been uh, have you been watching on the old? Uh, the old television. You seen any any good movies? Did you watch uh, Kong versus Godzilla? I did. It was. Um, I'm very surprised at the people who were like, "Oh, that movie was dumb." Like, of course it was dumb. <laughs> yes, if you pay any attention to the people making words, it's dumb. But we want to see Big Monkey punch Big Lizard, and it was fine. Yeah, for he did. He punched yeah. him right in his face. They did punched each other. Although Kong Skull is Island was, be, I, so I hadn't really seen any of the new Skull uh, Island like, is is actually a good movie. That was yeah, Skull actually Island the was only really good. So I watched movie. all of them before I watched it, and then um, the first Godzilla was good as well. Um, the second Godzilla was you know a lot like this movie, um, and then I yeah, found it too unbelievable though because Kong's like only fifty feet tall, and and Godzilla's like two hundred and fifty feet tall, and they were like the same size. How am I supposed to believe that? Well, I'm kidding. I, I they to kind of address it. They said he was too, he was growing like he grew, he outgrew his cage. Right? Oh, so they, they, like, <laughs> they made right? him bigger. I don't know. I didn't so listen to the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they, they, they kind of, they tried to address it. So that, that was good. Um, did you like, uh, did you like WandaVision? I did. 
I did. I'm uh, I'm I'm digging the Winter Soldier. Although I'm not the Winter Soldier, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Although, yeah, that's been really good. That's although been the lady. I'm the lady keeps going. Surprised by how good that's been. Like, why is did the fake Captain America become so bad so fast? She's like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think he was that good to begin with. I, I think that was. I think they tried to. I think they established that. Um, no, I I uh, I liked it. I, I've I've really enjoyed that. Uh, WandaVision, I thought was. Um, you know, I thought they ended up playing it a little bit safe. Like I thought, I thought it just ended up being like a, you know, I, I, it seemed like they were pushing the boundaries about like, you know, like doing all these like crazy things. And then it just ended up being kind of, it was good. You know, did you want more, you wanted more with the, uh, with the crossover with the other universe or something? I thought that was actually a pretty cool use of that. Uh, the actor for the, the Pietro. I just didn't, I didn't understand. Like, I don't like, I didn't get like. Like you could have cho- chosen any actor to do that. Why choose? Like, That's is that just fans. to just to mess with the fans? Yeah, and then completely. But wh- was- why? Like, why is that fun? F- like, why is that fun for them? Why isn't it fun? I don't know. I don't. Know, it just seemed kind of weird. It just seemed like an odd choice. I mean, probably maybe they couldn't get the guy that looks like the guy because it's the guy. And then if you're if you can't get him, you might as well get the other guy. Now the guy who the guy who played him in the movie was probably like, "What the hell? They didn't even call me." <laughs> I think they could still tie it in. Like, I think they could still t- tie it into him actually being the one from the X Men universe. Which you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. DC's going that route. Well, Michael, Keaton I liked going the Snyder be, Cut. Did you watch the Snyder Cut? Like is a strong word. It was. It was. Be- it, I liked it only because I had to watch the I other cut. If you didn't watch the other one and that was the one that came out, you would not have liked it. I liked it. It was better than so the other one. We watched the other one together, remember? No, really? Yeah, we went to the theater to see it. See, that's how uh, little you remember about it, right? That's how little I remembered it. Like I didn't like all I remembered was I didn't like it. Like I don't remember anything about the story. I, I don't remember the I didn't think I went to see it. Like, the boxes. Theater. I didn't even know those were things. Like I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I'm like, what are these? Like like I do I remembered nothing. Yeah. I just remembered that I didn't like it. And I remembered, and but watching this, no, this was better than that. Yeah, but it's only good because the yeah. other one was so bad. No, but I was talking about how they're they're going to do the Flashpoint movie, and Michael Keaton is going to play Batman, like he's going to go to other you know multiverses. Not it's not called multiverses in Flash, but it's the same idea as Spider Man's multiverse. Like Flashpoint, they have the Flash verses or whatever they are. But Michael Keaton's going to Michael Keaton Batman is going to be brought into like that Tim Burton's universe is going to be brought in. So that should be cool. Yeah. That's, that's all, all that stuff's leaking out pretty, pretty clearly now that that's what's happening. So, Oh yeah. They're getting all, they're getting Toby and Garfunkel. Yeah. They've, I mean, they've, they've all, they've been denying it for so long with that. I like Alfred Molina was like, Oh yeah, I'm in it. And like, Oh yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing Doc Ock. And yeah, it's the Doc Ock from the Sam Raimi movies. (laughs) Right. Now, are you watching Invincible? No. Yeah, you should. It's actually pretty good. What is good. that on? Amazon. Okay. It's animated, hour long, based on a book by the Robert Kirkman, the dude, 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 dude who did Walking Dead. It's uh, it's nice. It's, yeah, yeah. It's I'll uh, I'll check that out for sure. Kind of R-rated. Oh, holy moly! The Harley Quinn show on the the cartoon. Oh no! <laughs> Have to watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Okay, it's 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 Deadpool dirty 
like it's raunchy it's it's violent it's r-rated and it's on hbo it's uh yeah it's like was it's on hbo and it's so good it's so good nice i'll check that out that'll be fun i remember the old spawn cartoons that they used to have on hbo remember this yeah those were good awesome man well i will check it out all right i feel like this draft is taking forever to get here but we are we're having a draft party at the uh, miami dolphins bar here in san francisco so and we will come back with our draft wrap up <laughs> If you can come, you know, to SF, no, you've dummy, been vaccinated and, now. I'm not going to San Francisco. That's, those are where dummies live. I'm, uh, oh, man, I got all kinds of room now. You can come stay in my uh, my guest bedroom. Oh, fancy. I'm talking about we're going to do another podcast in a couple of weeks. We'll be back. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we'll definitely have to recap the draft That's and talk what about I'm how very about. To talk about how cool it is that we have – when that we get pits – and then Smith falls and to Devontae 18. Smith and Micah and then, Parsons. Yeah, we and got then all Micah of them. Parsons in the second round. And then for somehow we get uh, Penny Sewell in the third round. Go gas man. And Najee Harris. Yeah, yeah, and we still land Najee Harris. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That's the problem with drafts. It's kind of like when you were a little kid and like you had like you had like a hundred bucks to spend and you're like you think of all the things you were going to spend and then you're sad you only can get one of them because you're like, oh, I've already right. pictured the skateboard and the CD player and this and that. And like, oh, I can only get one? It's so sad. That's what's it's important like. that they hit. It's important that they hit on at least one of them. All of them. Yeah. it's That, that first one is, is going to be key. I think that yeah. you know, those will be, be the keys. And then the rest can be depth guys because they, they did a pretty good job in the draft last year, I thought, in spite of all the terrible draft grades that they got. <laughs> draft grades are so stupid until four years later so awful alright well thanks everybody for listening uh, come back in a couple weeks after the draft we'll see you then let's go Dolphins <laughs>